This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape and I am from Community Waikato. And I have Vicky with me from CAB, my neighbour. My neighbour of like two doors up the road. Again, I would like it noted, you know. I think I feel like I'm your new favourite. Of course you are. <laughs> not even new favourite. No, just yeah. favourite favourite. Exactly. Take that, other not-for-profit. <laughs> so, so Vicky runs the CAB. You've been there a little while now, actually. I have. I just celebrated my third year as it, manager. It goes fast, I But um, I still tell everyone that I've only been there for 18 months because COVID ruined everything. It does, yeah. COVID. It just is a time period that doesn't exist, you know. And I actually feel like I'm slightly to blame for the worldwide pandemic because after my first year, I remember speaking with my chair and saying along the lines of, well, I've done a year. I feel as if I've got everything in place and nothing's really going to surprise me. So um, I apologise. Yeah, you put that out into the universe, <laughs> didn't you? There's the challenge. I was very, very confident. So, yeah, no, three years. But again, still feels like 18 months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, and... Interesting, because in that eighteen months slash three years you've been there, you have actually done some awesome things, and and we've got some awesome things coming. So today we're going to talk about the public forum um, that you've recently completed. We're going to talk a bit about um, what you've got coming up. So a cool, exciting initiative we've touched on before on the show, but you're a bit further down the track, so we're going to have a conversation on where you're at. And then we're just going to um, turn to talk a little bit about what you guys are seeing on top at the CAB. You've got your finger on the pulse of what's happening in community. So we just thought we'd touch base because the world has been a little bit strange, well, continues to be a bit strange. Mm, um, yeah, so, so that's our show today. And I really do appreciate you coming in and, and having a chat. Let's start, though, with the public forum. And, and I was there. <laughs> so I, you didn't I, have much of a choice, neighbour. <laughs> and of course, the meteor is our other neighbour. Yes, very close by. Um, but yeah, so so tell us a little bit about. Um, well, let's to go back again. Why you put on the public forum the way you did this time? Because it was quite unusual from previous yes. public forums for CAB. Yeah. So part of our membership principles is that we hold a public forum every year, and obviously traditionally it was about passing on information to communities that may not be able to access it through mainstream. So being able to hold almost town hall meetings with speakers and information. And this year we decided to do it a little bit differently. We normally do a lunchtime event and we, and they, they go well and we have a really good turnout. But this year we decided to do an evening event because I also wanted to do an art exhibition at the same time. Um, I wanted to showcase the different talents within our team and I've mentioned it ad nauseum but our team is about 50 people and people forget how big they are, how big our team is in the CAB. And this is everyone, all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different styles and creativity. Mm. In our, and I wanted to showcase that a little. So we did things a little bit differently. We had an art exhibition for two weeks, which went really well. We actually had a couple of organizations come down and see our art. So thank you so much for the support. And then on uh, Monday evening, the 16th, we had uh, speakers come in. 
and we had a, a lovely evening venue. The, the meteor, I really do need to say thank you to Deborah and Benny who work there. Um, they were incredibly supportive of our event. They made the place look amazing. They were on hand to help us out. The speakers came in. It was um, Heather and Rob from All Good Ventures. Uh, they started up a social enterprise organization. And we also had uh, Dr. Jeremy Mayle, Dr. Jeremy Mayle. Dr. Mayle. Dr. Mayle from Creative Waikato come and speak. And it was just... Uh, the volunteer feedback and the uh, guest feedback was really positive. It was basically, um, it was lovely to just socialise with mm. each other, have a bit of an evening, have this really interesting speakers talk about things and just see things from a different perspective. And they were really different, the speakers, like really different from each other. Um, both very, very um, good conversations. Um, I think I was really blown away with Jeremy. So he did everything kind of off the cuff and really just yeah. spoke to, to his passion, <laughs> really, eh? Because he's hugely passionate about the arts and creativity and, and what that brings the world. Um, but I love the way he kind of framed some of it when he talked about music and, and how it evokes emotion in us. Yeah, because he said these something... sound waves. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. said something along along the lines, and I'm sorry, sorry, Doctor, I will misquote you probably, but he said something like, um, the music you listen to between 16 and 20 is the most impactful music you'll ever have. And that that's when you're in your sort of 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're listening to a track and it comes on the radio that yeah. suddenly you're transported back. And I agree, there are some songs that I will belt out in my car, apologies if you're next to me in the traffic lines, yeah. that just bring back a huge wave of emotion. Yeah, and, and, and probably, um, unfortunately for the people around me during that time, <laughs> I was into a lot of alternative and a lot of heavy metal. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, nothing at all. <laughs> that was certainly up there with one of them. And, and I've been hearing a lot of Metallica recently on oh, the radio, nice. and I crank that up and yeah. sing away. <laughs> is it called singing? Not sure. No, it Shout away. <laughs> it's very cool. But yeah, I mean, it was. It was a really powerful conversation, and um, you could absolutely see his passion. But also, it was fantastic seeing how many skilled um, staff and volunteers yeah, you guys had. hidden talents. I couldn't Hugely. believe some of them, especially the artists among us. I mean, some of the stuff was just incredible. And Gail does Tavivai. I actually learnt the word for it, because last time I was on, I was talking about that she does some, a form of quilting, but it's Tavivai. And it takes her months. It takes her months to create this bedspread yeah. that you give oh, as gifts. I saw that. And yeah. It's beautiful. And then um, I had a number of artists doing lots of different things and just some really fun stuff. You know, like Pam does flower arrangements, but she also knits booties for neonatal mm. um, babies. And just, oh, it was just, it was fantastic. It was, it was nice to be able to do something for the volunteers as well. I mean, if you think about it logically, these are people who more often than not are retired or they're working and their employers have allowed them to volunteer or their students and they're giving us two and a half hours a week on a shift which is basically a job helping people and sometimes they don't have the best experiences at work and they still give of themselves completely and it's just so nice to be able to just promote them and show them off and say look at my team my team are incredible mm. you know? uh, look Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but also for them, like I'm hoping, because, you, you know, it sounded like some of your team, you kind of needed to convince oh. to put some <laughs> stuff up there. And I'm hoping that once they saw their stuff up and saw other people's reaction to it, that it really gave yeah. them additional confidence in the stuff that they're yeah. doing. 
Amina's daughter flew in for the weekend just wow. to come and see her mother's exhibition and Amina was over the moon to have her and she's you know she's got an Instagram page I can't remember I'm sorry Amina or else I would be promoting it um, and she does these most beautiful watercolours with flowers and, and things and for her to be able to show her daughter yeah um, her art exhibition and, and they were stunning um, I'm a I'm a big hater of some of the plants that she painted. Like, I am not a hydrangea person. I hate my hydrangeas. Um, but I tell you, that was one of the most striking things I saw yeah. there. It grabbed my attention. Yeah. I thought, that is quite beautiful. It doesn't make me love what I've got in my backyard. <laughs> but, no. but very beautiful. She did such a great job. Yeah, she really did. Very and, talented. Yeah, And, you know, we had a lot of others. Um, we had Landy who did um, calligraphy and and um, she was in MIQ for two weeks coming back from Taiwan and she did calligraphy and she did the most amazing scroll Yeah, and it was for her partner and she let us have it for the art that exhibition. That was stunning, that was. Um, it was the letters of the yeah. Chinese alphabet, eh? I think Ch- Chinese? I'm not sure. I'm Pretty not sure. sure it was. Okay. It, but anyway, it was <laughs> it was. Stunning. It was. And then um, Brian as well did some watercolours and paintings and things. And just it was funny because Jeremy said something in his speech. He said, there'll be one thing in this room that sings to you on yeah. a level that you don't really understand. Um, and that sometimes you can't explain it to someone else. And for me, one of Brian's paintings was that. I mean, I was surrounded by this beautiful art, but there was this, this painting he'd done of a river running through a mountain valley with the reflection yeah with the reflection also... and i just i felt serene stood yeah. in front of it and if you you know if you've stood in front of it and if you've met me for longer than three seconds i'm not often presented as serene i think even people listening to this conversation <laughs> probably get it yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean anyway absolutely fantastic concept and something i hope you guys consider doing again because you yeah. know i felt there was a lot in it that was yeah. really cool well next year is our fifth 50th. So the CAB has been in Hamilton for 49 years, and next year will be our 50th. I mean, that's almost older than both you and I combined. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> right, they can't see us on the radio, but I'm pretty sure they figured out that's bad math. Anyway, <laughs> but we're going to have to start organising that now. So if anyone has any ideas and they want to email me, they're welcome to. Uh, but yeah, we'll be throwing some sort of big party next year. We'll be celebrating hard. Uh, I will be showing off my team as much as I can because they are Brilliant. amazing. I think that's fantastic. Um, so that's... That's the forum. Yep. Let's move through to um, the initiative you guys have got yep. going on with the community houses. Yeah, so I think when we spoke about it last time, we got really lucky. Um, well, we didn't get really lucky. I'm excellent at what I do. No, we also got lucky. <laughs> well Energy decided to give us some um, extra funding in order to roll out a new initiative, which has given us just at this fantastic opportunity to actually work the way we want to yeah because unfortunately most not-for-profits will probably understand this you have these ideas you just don't have the funding and you have to stay where you are even though you know you could do something different yeah so we have this new initiative and the concept is is that we will train and support an accredited interviewer who is not based at the bureau at 55 victoria street but will actually be based in partner organizations So at the moment, we have Origin Research Trust helping us do an end-to-end sort of best practice research development project on that. And we've also got Western Community House and Glenview Community House and Sharma, who will be joining us as partners. And what we will do together is we will advertise, interview and place 
accredited interviewers in these three organizations and then see how they do. Um, do they work well within the two organizations? Are they able to connect with all the different initiatives? Can they provide resources? And I was speaking with Usha today at Sharma and we were discussing the role and how it would fit into her team and what they would like to happen. And what was really lovely about the conversation was even in the worst case scenario, they would have an additional member of their team with the ability to reach for information, but it's just there to talk to. Mm. So even if a client comes in and they're just feeling a little bit lost or a little bit isolated and, and they don't necessarily have a practical problem like an immigration form or a housing issue or finances, there's someone on that team who's actually trained to just listen. And I think we can, you know, that's that's at its basic level and it's at its, you know, the top hopefully fully functioning level, we've got someone who will be able to connect you with multiple sources of support, provide you with your rights and information and be able to move you on in a strong and supported way. So I just, I can't see a downside. No, I think it's, it's an absolutely brilliant idea. And what I love about it is um, the kind of sharing of resources um, and, and in this kind of space, that, that knowledge resource. Absolutely. I mean, this is all about collaboration. Right? Yeah. It, um, the C Citizens Advice Bureau is a connector organization. We are the connector of organization of Hamilton. And we have the access and the ability to, to basically go across any board and be anywhere. Everyone likes us. You yeah. know, we're volunteer-led. We're not government agencies. We're privately funded. We have no agenda. We have no KPIs. We can spend hours with a client and we can do that for organizations as well so we have the ability to move from our space mm. we've just never really had the funding to do so yeah and if you think about vulnerable communities and we're going to talk later on a little bit about sort of digital exclusion if you think about vulnerable communities that have had really negative experiences with government-based organizations or at least authority or structure yeah someone like a citizens advice bureau interviewer sat in an organization they trust it's just, it's going to be great. It's going to be so supportive. Yeah. And again, yeah, because what we'll hear is when someone sat in Western or Glenview and they're like, oh, I'm really struggling with housing. And our person goes, oh, have you heard of the People's Project? Yeah. For example, um, all those people around them will go, who's the People's Project? And yes. the People's Project will go, oh, what are you doing based at Western? What are you doing based at Glenview? And then we connect everyone together. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just everyone holds hands and is very happy. I, look, it's a marvelous <laughs> idea. And, and we'll really watch with interest how it mm. progresses so it's exciting because it's a six month I know. kind of um, pilot so so we will see some progress quickly yeah. which is exciting it is exciting I'm a, I'm a little of course you're nervous about that I know it's six months and I'm a little bit scared because I think it's five now um, so we're rolling this out as fast as we can but we yeah. want to do it right as well um, oh look and that is key so but no really good work yeah we're going to take a break uh, when we come back we're going to talk about what's on top for the CAB and then we're going to roll into a conversation around digital exclusion.
always something there to remind me. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> That's what our phones are for. That's right. Um, Vicky from the CAB with me today on Connect with Community Waikato to have a conversation about all the amazing things that have been happening. So um, if you missed that, you can jump on and listen to the podcast at another time. Um, and we're now turning to talk about what's kind of on top because you guys um, have an opportunity to see um, and to hear from people right across our community uh, mm. as people come in with questions and, and needs for support. And I just thought we might explore a little bit what are some of those bigger themes that you're seeing? Yeah, so it's uh, when we do the interviews with the newbies who are starting with us volunteering, it's, it's quite difficult to explain the role of the interviewer because we, we sort of talk about how we get everything. We yeah. get everything. You know, we get people who are calling to find out if Sophia Lorenz had children and uh, answers to crossword puzzles, which I think I've said before, I feel is cheating, but the volunteers don't and they will help you with your crossword puzzles. Do they Google it or do they just have a conversation about it? I think they have like a conversation and then we see, it's like a meeting of minds. They okay. have a chat. Because Googling it probably would be cheating. Right? Yeah. But then phoning the CAB apparently isn't. No, it's not like um, having a conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we go, so then we go to the, the other extreme where we have questions that are just mind-bogglingly individualized you know things about the wage subsidy or employment issues but they've, they've come down to some sort of detail that honestly we've never heard of and occasionally you'll hear a volunteer go oh I've never heard of that let's find out together mm. which is which is very nice and and you know we do interviews and we do quick references and we also do listening ear yeah and listening ear is we found a need for it at the moment so if you're if you're listening to the radio show and you want to double check the work that you're doing or if you just want to talk to someone we're not trained counselors in any way we are just individuals but we have the ability to sit and listen on the phone for as long as anyone needs um, but on the other hand, we also have consumer advocates and we have employment advocates and we're pretty good at what we do. So in terms of the client calls, we get face-to-face -face phone calls and emails and they can be on anything. And at the moment, over the last three months, we've done over 1,400 interviews. Uh, we record everything that we do. So when a Citizens Advice Bureau or our national team say something like, you know, 20% of this is that, we actually have the stats to prove it. We're mm. not just talking for the fun of it. And when you say you record everything, you, you're not saying you're, you're physically recording oh, every no, phone sorry. call. <laughs> Whoops. No, I should have. Yes, yeah, so no, yeah. we're very confidential. Apologies. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. No, we record demographics. So if you've ever called the Citizens Advice Bureau and spoken with one of us, we'll give you your advice. We'll give you the things you need. And unless you're upset... We will ask you, would you mind answering some demographic questions? And we explain that it is for funding, but it's also for social policy development. So every every bureau in the country collects information on location, age, gender and ethnicity and occasionally visa, st visa status. And then that all those stats are fed into the national team and the national team can then for say to the government or to local agencies, this is what's happening. Yeah. So the Citizens Advice Bureau knew that there was a housing crisis because of the phone calls they were getting. Yeah. Um, we knew when COVID hit that mental health was going to be over overused. Uh, Counselling was massively mm. needed because we could see what people wanted, what they needed. Um, so each bureau has the ability to access their own stats. So as manager, I can pull off reports regarding who we're seeing, why we're seeing them, and who they are um, based on the demographics, which is really great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So what are some of the broad, broad themes you're seeing for um, Hamilton? 
So at the mo- the last three months, what we've noticed is that we're getting a lot of relationship calls. Ah. We're getting a lot of calls about relationship properties. So we're getting a lot of calls around um, marriages, dissolutions and divorces and also childcare issues. So some people are really struggling with the court system at the moment. And I really should talk about the fact that there's a new court team called the Family Court Navigators who are doing their absolute best to promote their work. And they're really, really engaged with the process and they're trying to help people um, and also to destigmatize the mysteries of the court because yeah. going to a court hearing is anxious. Oh, and it's know. and it's fraught with like it's an absolute like it's stuck in the fifteen hundreds in terms of the yeah. process, you right? know. Yeah, and it doesn't feel very user friendly or not yeah. at all. And you you're constantly worried you're going to do something wrong and get yes. told off. Yeah, it's like and driving it- and there's a cop following you. <laughs> <laughs> I always drive perfectly legally. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no, they, and, and they're doing a really gro- a great job, the family court navigators. But these are people that we can get in touch with. We can get you in touch with if you call us, but we can also work you through your rights. So we're seeing a lot of those kind of calls. We're also seeing a lot of calls around consumer law. Um, so around the Consumer Protection Act and people having items or services or bills, we're, we would strongly advise you to give us a call before you talk to anyone and before you do anything. So if you get a product or a service and you're not happy with it, give us a call so we can go over your rights or even just take a look at mm-hmm. our website if you're able to. Because there are some real trip hazards when it comes to the Consumer Guarantees Act. I'm uh, sorry, the Consumer Protections Act. But also, you have a lot of rights in this country. You actually mm. do. You are quite protected um, by the Act. More people need to take them up on that as well, actually. Yes, they do. Because more often than not, you'll get an initial no. We're not going to do that. That's yes. not part of it. And you'll walk away and go, well, I'm, I can't be bothered. And actually, you should be turning around saying, you're wrong. You're actually lying to clients uh, customers um, and this is how I know kind of thing yeah I, I had I took a product back to a store that had um, broken through no fault of my own uh-huh. product issue <laughs> and the woman told me I could um, actually send it straight through to the manufacturer and no. I, I said yeah I understand I can do that and I can also bring it to you as, yes. as the seller of this go, product Holly, go. <laughs> and, and she was like well we'd just send it through to the manufacturer and I was like yes yes that's your job, job. and I'm quite <laughs> comfortable letting you actually organize all that and she was not going to do it and the manager came over oh and the manager just looked at her with this what and then goes just give the woman a new one and we will sort this out on our end it's like thank you very much thank you but so sometimes you need to be a little more confident um that that, that is actually the the rule yes (laughs) this is okay yeah and that's the thing i mean if you want to you can literally go onto our website look at the consumer guarantees act articles and print them off Highlight what's relevant and walk in with them. If you're feeling a little, if you're feeling a little nervous and and lacking in confidence, and also, I mean, and and take a friend because actually, sometimes it's easier for someone else to advocate for you on your behalf. Absolutely, but also just be assertive because remember that some of those front-facing staff are not actually fully trained. Yeah, that's true. They are told that this is actually the way that the policy should be run, or they are strongly encouraged to turn customers away. So just be careful that the person you're stood in front of might 
might actually not yeah. know either. Now we've only got about three minutes. Oh no! <laughs> so, oh wow! Okay, so let's. We <laughs> always do this. I know. Let's turn to some um, digital exclusion. Yeah. So at the moment, the Citizens Advice Bureau national team, which is based in Wellington, is running a digital exclusion campaign, and you can actually find out more information at their website, which is www.inclusioncampaign.cab.org.nz. But if you didn't get that immediately from me saying it, you can just go to our website, which is www.cab.org.nz and type in digital exclusion and it will come up with all the links that you want. So we started gathering information uh, a couple of years ago, actually in 2020, we produced a document and it stated that a lot of government agencies and a lot of not-for-profit agencies and a lot of private companies are moving things online mm. because it's easier. It's easier to have things online. So real me, all your ID yeah. stuff, work and income. Um, IRD, every- housing news, yeah. kind of order. Kind of order, yeah. All move to online. Exactly. And they're saying, you know, they're saying things like, well, we don't need face-to-face. You can phone or you can use the internet. And, it, and this is a real struggle for our vulnerable communities. I'm sorry, you are leaving people behind. Yeah. And I'm getting really sick and tired of hearing this concept that the people who are digitally excluded are old yeah. and that eventually they won't be a problem because one that's a dark statement to make yes. <laughs> and two it's not true yeah the information we're gathering show that people in their 20s 30s and 40s are digitally excluded um so we need to be more careful of the information that we're gathering and we need to actually advocate on behalf of those people and so, so is that what this is all about this the so you data collecting at the moment to really understand what is the issue and is the intention for the cab to advocate for yes absolutely space? yeah and it's already gone to government and it's saying cool. you need to make this a part of your policies you need to stop leaving people behind especially when they're government services exactly but then again it comes down to the profile of the client and that's what we need to be aware of if the profile yeah. of the client is someone who is vulnerable and you're purposely ignoring them because they don't own a business and they don't don't own their own home, then you are unethical. And it's really important that we push for this. Uh, look, I, I think it's you, you're absolutely right. It's fundamental. But it's great to mm. know that someone's actually doing something about yeah. it. We're um, about to run out of time. But <laughs> if, if someone were to want to get hold of you guys, you're 55 Victoria Street. 55 Victoria Street and manager.hamilton at cab.org.nz to get hold of you. Otherwise, just Google it and you'll find um, just CAB Hamilton and you will find all of the information that you need online. That is us for another week. Thanks, Vicky, for coming in. We'll get you in again. (laughs) You've been listening to Connect with Community Wakato Free FM. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.